0: It can be hard as a business owner to see a tough client slip through the cracks and wreak havoc on your lead planners. So let's talk about how we can help them through it. Welcome to the Refined Podcast with Amber Anderson, where wedding planners like you come to be encouraged and challenged through radical honesty, tough love, and brilliant ideas. As a former personal trainer turned wedding planner and now educator... Amber is known for helping wedding planners grow through her no BS yet considerate and thoughtful approach. The Refined Podcast tackles the issues you think about, but fear burning up, all with Amber's trademark sass and wit. So as you listen, be sure to hit that subscribe button, making sure you never miss that one little nugget that could change it all for you. Welcome back to another episode of the Refined Podcast. Today is an episode about helping our lead planners through naughty clients, working managing those, how to get them through it, and, and giving them the support and encouragement that they need. To survive a year-long engagement with a couple that is just causing all kinds of problems. Okay, this will apply to other wedding pros too. You'll just kind of have to take out the planner language, but as you, you know, maybe you, you're a photographer and you have a team, or a DJ and you have a team. These are some things that you might find helpful as well. So, first off, let's talk about prevention, and we won't spend a lot of time on this, but I want to go through prevention, encouragement, and support. Um, one of my hacks for this and then reflecting on things after the wedding, and then we'll cover some resources, okay? So first off, as far as prevention goes, obviously as business owners, we need to do a really good job with having strong, strong core values, mission and purpose, things, a, a strong brand message that really attracts and repels uh, you know, clients so that we narrow down to the right ones. And we need to be, you know, emanating our our company culture through everything, social media, blogs, newsletters, the things that we host and produce and do all of it. Right. So this start, this, this, this is what starts prevention in the first place, right? Because then we, we, we bring on team members that are bought in to these core values in this mission right in the first place so they're willing to to work through the hard because they see they've got their eyes on the prize of this mission like they they're bought in to the idea of what of what we're doing and how we're how we're serving people right so first off that's important then you've got to you know get the right clients in the door and that's that's part of it and so if we can if we can just even start there with better clients and better staff then we've we've knocked out half the battle right if not more Now, next, we're going to have to really, really, really work on our boundaries and and our coaching and training around that and and being a living example of it and making sure that our staff are in groups that support that. So Refine for Wedding Planners in the Facebook group, for example, we talk about boundaries a lot. So if you're a planner and you're not in that group, please join us. It's free. And if you're in another category, find a group to support you, whether that's a a, a a group of all wedding pros or one specific to DJs. Find something where your staff member can go and say, hey, look, I'm stuck, or this boundary is hard, or I need to get out of my like, head. How do I, like, you know, support me through it? Find places like that for them, because it can't always be you as the owner, because, you know, they're, they're not always going to want or need to take your time. And two, they need to be problem solvers. And three, you know, there's a level of pride there, right? So, but be accessible so that they do feel comfortable coming to you. But some of them, these are, these are strong problem solvers and they may want to go out and and find support in other areas too. Okay. So obviously having your system and process down, having SOPs in place, which For those unfamiliar with SOP, that stands for Standard Operating Procedures. And this just means like a handbook for everything and a a time and a process for every piece of the planning process and client touch point and all the things behind the scenes in your business, okay? When When I say model this for them, I really mean it. So there are going to be times that we make exceptions. And I do think that that is part of quality customer service. But When we make exceptions, we need to always be clear on what boundary we broke so that the client knows that. So if I, you know, go out of my way to email a client on a Saturday, I say, Hey, look, I took, you know, our office hours are Monday through Thursday. I'm, I'm seeing this between, um, I'm actually having to work today for a, a unique reason and I'm just catching up and I just want to make sure you get this answer I will be back on email on Monday. That way they don't just think that you break your boundaries, right? Always identify the boundary you broke. Give a reason for breaking it that benefits you and communicate how you're gonna get back on track with that boundary then break the boundary, right? So model this for your staff and and showcase to them how like sometimes you can lead with heart and sometimes you can just say, hey, look, client, no, we typically don't do this and here's why and here's how that backfires. So we don't want to get a pattern of of breaking process, but here's something that I think could be meaningful to you. And 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 in the long run that serves us well because it, it aligns with our mission of of serving our clients well. You know, so you can say stuff like that too if you want to go above and beyond for something. But then you can also ask a client and you can say, hey, you know, this can like keep this between us because, you know, we want to go the extra mile here, but we can't let our secrets out or it becomes, you know, that spirals. So make sure you use proper language and you're strong in that and you and you model that really well and that you're really consistent in your own boundaries so that your, your staff doesn't feel like they have to follow suit on like, oh, well, she works all the time or she, you know, is constantly breaking this. So maybe I should, maybe I'm supposed to, you know, it's like this corporate America where they say you have three weeks off, but like if you put in a request for a day off, they like give you a hard time, you know, like don't do that. Okay. So let's talk about encouraging and supporting them. Obviously I think, you know, the least profound thing here, but it goes without, I mean, yeah, it goes without saying, but I think it's really important is to, you know, offer little bonuses or like little, Um, little things that that, um, motivate them along like just give them you know gift cards or say hey you know what go get a massage on me or whatever it is that you need to do to kind of continue encouraging and motivating them throughout the process and just you know maybe you see a funny card at you know a little gift shop or you see a nail polish color that you know that they love I mean it doesn't have to be big but just something that shows that you're thinking of them and that you're grateful and thankful to them and that you're, you're aware, right? And you see them. So just come up with little things like that. Okay. Then always check on them from the standpoint of their well being. How are you? I know that this client is hard. Are you okay? Are you, are you resting? Are you eating well? Are you moving your body? And if you're in an office environment and you know, you have someone that's, you know, getting crushed by a client then how like everyone okay it's 11 o'clock everyone up let's go walk around the block and come back just incorporate move your body kind of moments in the day and 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 maybe that's scheduled maybe that's not but you know you don't want to create more stress for someone if they're in a complete zone but you know everyone says you know we could be millionaires if we could figure out how to reduce stress well the people that have figured out how to reduce stress are the ones no one listens to that it comes down to sleep exercise water nutrition right and, and and we know this science proves it and we do everything but those things right like we buy this book this self-help book we we you know go we just we do everything but those things so do what you can to help support that in your staff's life okay also i think having an a standing meeting is helpful in general, I think that that should be a company practice, whether that's weekly or bi-weekly, but a place that everyone can come and just find support, ask questions, review process, and, and have an accessible boss is really important. And, and one reason I love this, has nothing to do with the topic today, but I'm just going to point it out, is that have you ever been in a situation where the staff member or been caught off guard by them when, you know, something's going, there's tension or something and you need to talk to them, but you don't have an ongoing meeting. So it's kind of like, Hey, can we talk? And then you schedule it for three days from now. And then everything's weird for three days. If you already have a standing meeting, then you can build in space for pulse checks and, and just the front of the meeting or a certain point in the meeting. There needs to be a pulse check with all your director reports. And that maybe that's at the end. So you can do individuals and, and just, make sure that they know that in that time they can come to you with anything and that you might come to them with anything. And this keeps the like bombs from exploding and coming out of nowhere for both of you. Okay. So that's also just a, just having that in general is a way to encourage and support them because it doesn't build up. Right. I think also standing up for them with the client and maybe other wedding pros that are involved, the venue, I don't know. Sometimes that tension comes from areas outside of the client maybe it's for maybe it's someone in their family and and and, you know a lot of times I I coached someone recently who was doing just fine with the couple and then the dad came in and just blew it up and you know this wedding planner had to be really firm with dad and have a, a strong boundary and it ended up working out really well he she really earned his respect and 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 I'm grateful that situation ended positively but You know, sometimes as business owners, we're going to have to step in for our staff in these regards. Not always. We want to empower them to, you know, handle that. But at some point, reinforcing that with someone that just keeps plowing through is our job and say, hey, look, no, you're not going to treat my people this way. And, you know, I recently did that with Refine. I had someone berating Haley and I said, no, full stop. And of course, you know, they wanted to pull the light the customer is always right. And I'm like, I don't need your money. No, bye. You're not going to talk to my people this way. So, you know, and screenshot it. I don't care. Blast it. That this is not how we're going to operate. Okay. Obviously cheer them on. They can do hard things and they need to be told they can do hard things. Okay. Here's the deal with resilience. I have a, it's a double-edged sword, right? Like people People can do hard things, and they do need to be told they can do hard things. But that doesn't need to be the only trait that they are honored for. Because when we just say, "God, you're tough. You could do it, and you're so resilient," then at the end of the day, they start having to be. As opposed to, remember what I said, you know, a minute ago about checking on their well-being. Like resilience doesn't, and being tough does not always mean that there's not something brewing. Right. So yes, resilience is a is a fantastic trait, but making sure that they're okay in other ways is really important. Cheering them on and praising them for their milestones that they do cross in these hard situations is is imperative. And and letting them know like, gosh, you, you made it through that and and doing a countdown with them or like something to, you know, get their eyes on celebrating it being over and, and whatnot. Okay. Experience share with them as well. And as you experience share and kind of, you know, reflect on, on similar things that you've been through and how you got through it. And, uh, I think sometimes advice can feel judgmental to people. And so you'll have to know what's best, what is best in these circumstances. But I really love experience sharing and saying, you know, when I felt this way, even if the situation's totally different, right. I might still feel the frustration or anger. Like, Hey, when I was frustrated with the client, this is how I handled it. This is what I did to get through it. Right. The important thing with experience sharing or advice or any of that is to be mindful of not one upping them. Okay. Like they are currently the ones in it. They don't need to hear your, you know, 10X horror story that like totally minimizes what they're going through. Right. So be mindful of that. And you can save those stories for the end and we'll go over reflection. But there is a time and place for that. It's just not while they're in it. Okay. Okay. This is my big hack let them hang let them suffer. <laughs> let it be hard for a minute. And that sounds horrible and mean, but it is so wise. Okay. And and there's a way to do it. You're not going to just, you know, totally let them hang, right. You're still going to be there for the encouragement and support aspect that we just walked through. But on some level, being able to, you know, learn boundaries is not a on paper Like that's not, we can, we can hire people and we can train them on our boundaries. And this is our process. And we've set them up for success. They have all the tools. They have all the email templates. They have everything they need to rein in a client. They've, the contract is solid. They it's now it's just like, they're, they're leading with heart too much. Right. So at some point, I think people have to be burned by clients to realize the value of the boundaries we work so hard to put in place right so it feels kind to them as a staffer it feels kind as a planner to say oh you know i'll do this for you and they don't see how quickly that spirals and gets out of control right like they just don't know until they experience it so let them kind of adapt like get their toes wet in that and and you know learn the hard way and and as much as we can we want to help them avoid learning the hard way but there is i was you know, as a business owner, we've all, I, I just, I just really know that in, in my heart, I believe that business owners have in so many ways learned the hard ways, right? And so some of us have learned the hard way as a, as an employee somewhere else. And we've started our business with, you know, a little more organization, but many of us came in, learned the hard way and now have a solid business practice and process. Okay. So some of the people you hire may not have experienced that and you're going to have to let them you're going to have to let them learn the hard way in a little bit intervene to where they're not just like hitting the kind of rock bottom that we hit as business owners. They don't, they don't we don't have to let them, get, we don't have to let it get that far, but let them feel the pain and, you know, use your words through that process and say as such, say, Hey, you know what? You do have the tools and here. Here are the tools. Here's my encouragement. Now make the choice. You know, it's, it's heart versus business and you can do business with heart, but you can't do everything with heart and it all work out. Like it's the business side is going to fall apart. And so you have to, you have to use your words and and just remind them like, Hey, I've, I've given you all the tools that you need. I'm here to support you, but on some level, I'm going to, I'm going to let this be painful for a minute because Story after story after story in my development, and then what you see in these Facebook groups and through other colleagues, like it really truly is through feeling the pain that we become the best, and that can be part of your experience share, right? And that that in some ways can feel like one upping, so be really kind in your delivery. But all that to say, don't let them hang without in some way informing them that that's what you're doing, because it can feel really defeating to them, and they might not feel supported. And but if you simply say, Hey, look, I'm here to support you. I'm here to encourage you. That's what I've been doing. And I have set you up for success, but at some point you're gonna have to learn this. Then they know now that it's not them. It sometimes can help their mindset shift a little faster. Okay. So after the wedding, we're going to reflect on this, right? And I encourage a quarterly reflection or you know, end of season reflection on the season as a whole, clients as a whole, process, all of that, right? And pull your wedding pro uh, peers into it with the survey and say, hey, what did you notice this season? What can we do better? Et cetera, et cetera. Okay. But after a particularly hard client or one that could, you know, I think that individual evaluation has value. So we're gonna reflect over it and 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 ask some questions. You know, how and why did this happen? Did something happen in the sales process? What did something happen in the planning process? Is there something about our SOP that needs to be adjusted? Was it a parent issue? Was it a wedding party issue? Was it the client itself? Was it the planner that was the issue, right? Was this a heart issue versus business or boundaries not applied? Or is there a contract term that needs to be readdressed or something else altogether, right? So we're going to reflect on what happened. We're going to reflect on how this might adjust, you know, the kind of client we're trying to attract. And we're going to reflect on how we can get this story out there so it doesn't happen again. Because I'm a big believer in telling these stories. Make it a blog. Start incorporating those kinds of things into your social media and just say, yeah, I just think that we dance around this ideal client bit and we just, we, we, we hope that they get it. We hope that couples and our, you know, inquiries get it. We hope that they piece it all together and know who the ideal client is. When I think a lot of times we need to map that out and make it clear. When I was a planner, I had a tab on my website that said, you might be a heavenly day client if, that was the name of my business. You might be a heavenly day client if, or a couple if, and then I just like mapped it out what we do and mapped it out who we don't work with. And I will tell you time and time again, They would book and say, and you know, we'd ask them, why did you book? Who else did you? I asked them this after the fact, you know, who else did you interview and why did you pick us? And it helped me understand my competition really well, because I didn't ask it in a way that I I wasn't asking for negative stuff. I just said, why did you book me? And so often they'd say, gosh, I, I read your ideal client page. And I just felt like you saw me. I felt like you were talking to me. And so I'm telling you that is so clear to them you've got to map it out for them and you've got to say it in your social media this is who we want to work with this is who we don't want to work with and you can tell these stories okay i think it's just really important to look back and and see what everyone can learn from the situation okay so let's wrap up with covering a couple resources if you're not familiar check out Braden drake's contract vault we'll put a link down for you and it, this it's $30. It's got a ton of contract clauses. He does this on volume. So that's why you can keep the price low. Uh, We have a ton of stuff in the refine shop and you can adapt this. You can adapt refine shop stuff for other categories for sure. But the client reset kit and the client cooperation kit are probably two that I would most point you to. These are are set in place to, um, the client cooperation kit is really set in place to, to help prevent things. It's about check-ins and warnings and now we're down to firing you and responses to bad reviews and stuff so everything in between and and this is a a, you know kind of rain them in kind of kit the client reset kit really is focused a little bit more on you know current climate and and issues with supply chains and educating them and making sure that they understand what's going on and why and you know what the real issue is and um we're we're walking them through you know (laughs) disarming anything that they're upset about or even another wedding pro and I I have a template for encouraging professional emotional support so like hey you need to see a therapist um because I think that they're experiencing a lot right now and I think that therapy is really important and you can't just say to someone you need therapy right there's a way to you know encourage that in the same way that we would encourage you need a photographer you need a DJ okay we're going to talk about ramifications and missing deadlines in there there's just a ton of of templates in there and then I have some social media and brand management uh I don't know uh, language in there to help you kind of help reset and and abroad okay so take a look at the refine shop we've got tons of email templates in general and a lot of that is to help you know walk clients through things I have the wedding planning process kit that really is your SOP that is your process it is your workflow uh, the refine portal is absolutely uh, the refine portal is the workflow the wedding planning process kit is integrated into google drive creating the refine portal so you can get them separately or together in the portal and the portal it has all the education that people need so it's a crm and it has it has coaching and education and walks in through how to do the tasks and so they can do a lot of this without you and it reduces your workload your emails all of that uh, so that's that's an option too for wedding planner specific. So I will link some of these things. We'll just link the Refine website and Braden Drake's contract vault. And you can pop you can bounce around the, Re- the Refine site to find the things that you need. But in the meantime, send us a DM or an email. Hello at Refine for Wedding Planners. If you have any questions, ideas, things like that, we'd love to hear them. And screenshot this. Post it on Instagram stories, like, share, review. We love uh to get this out there and hope that we that you find it helpful. All right, y'all have a good one, and I'll catch you next time. Bye.